Welcome to the Harry D Podcast. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Harry D Podcast. As always, I am Harrison, and with me today is my lovely co-host of the show and friend, DJ. Hello. How is everyone doing today? I hope you're having a magnificent day today. I know I sure am. Great. That's great. We're, we're having a good day. I'm about to ruin everyone's day. You know why? Because unironically, Halo 4, best Halo. I don't care what anyone says. Hands down, best Halo. I'll, that is a hill I am willing to die on. Yeah, that's that's the subject of today's episode. Is we're, we're talking about Halo, and he's already going out of the gate with some some hot takes with that. The true. Not take. saying it's it's right. Not saying it's right, but it is a hot take. It is. It's I mean, me personally, right? me personally, like anybody always asks me like, "What's my favorite Halo?" Because I literally have the Halo O tattoo on my arm. It was my first tattoo. I, I can never narrow it down to one Halo. I think there's aspects of them that are all amazing, but I can't just say one Halo is my favorite. I mean, I can understand that, but like fundamentally, I I I played Combat Evolved, I played two, I played three, I played ODST, I played ODST three, or you know you know what I mean. But like that's the same thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I I realized that when I said it. But Reach, I was thinking Reach when I said ODST three reach and you know five was garbage infinite is okay i don't like the way they rebooted the entire story but four fundamentally assassinations all of the cool fun um forge modes people go on and on about how like how much the forge well you know messed up but it really wasn't like if you sat down and played the forge maybe the master chief forge halo 4 is ass but if you went back and played the the original Halo 4 Forge, like I, I played crazy game modes. I played an entire game of Titanfall, like like a legitimate wall jumping, <laughs> boost pack, That's sliding. Amazing. It was crazy, L- riding on the back of a Mantis in Halo 4. And I like, maybe I have a little bit of bias because I was like, you know, like a champion fucking uh, SWAT player for a while. That, that was fun. You had no life for a little while. You had no life. It was fun, dude. SWAT is my bread and butter, man. I, I love that game mode so much. Don't ask me to spread full disclaimer. Else, full disclaimer. Um, I never, since my family grew up without internet, I never got to play Halo online until MCC started rolling around and we were able to get internet. And I never played Halo Four until I played it on MCC. Yeah, see, that's, so that's my full disclaimer with it all. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like getting it secondhand from MCC, it's just like every every Halo in MCC is watered down. We all know that. Like it's just in, in a way, yeah. They're they're watered now. Like I remember being that's why I'm so mad they took assassinations out. Cause it's like, bro, that, that shit's fucking vile. I'm like fucking fully uh what's that cloaked, you know, whatever. I just come up behind some dude and slit his fucking throat. I had the the armor that you have to earn from getting a hundred assassinations on active players while they're shooting. The ventilator armor. I love that goddamn armor. Dang. It it, it was like you know, it gave me something to work towards and achieve. Like it was, it was a good, it was a good game. I like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And like, for people to just it, be like, oh well, I don't like the way they, you know, threw the Prometheans around and the story. It's like, yeah, but Halo's always had a convoluted story. Like that's just from the beginning. None of it has ever made any sense. It's good. It's a good story. I like enjoying it and learning about the lore. Like, you know, the extended universe and all the other kinds of Spartans. You know, Spartan 2s are always going to have a special place in my heart. 
but you know like yeah. being a spartan was it spartan fives in halo 4 uh, I think those were Spartan fours. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, one of them. They were the last like really augmented Spartans because of whatever we have now is not the same as like, you know, twos or threes. I mean, like obviously, but like yeah, the fours fours were the ones stolen as children yeah. by Doctor Halsey. Like the rest- threes were uh, orphan children by the Covenant, and I think fours were the first volunteer ones. Yeah, but they were they were still children. It's like their their families volunteered them, but they were children. You know. Like, I don't know. I think I think they were adults and volunteered. Like I think no, I'm pretty sure Palmer, uh, she was an adult. No, because I'm pretty sure they were they were volunteered as children. I can't remember, but I know Locke was an like an he worked for Oni or whatever beforehand. Like, yeah, Locke and he, his was, he was an Oni agent. And and what really pisses me off is that like they're saying Locke is dead or not dead, like to be determined or some bullshit because Halo Five or whatever. It's like the fact that they skipped so much story and had the story come through halo halo wars or whatever instead of the direct line games and everything pisses me off so goddamn much because who is weapon i'll say like uh i'll I'll say like um there is like some stuff of the modern lore that i don't really like there is some stuff that i actually do enjoy like the banished holy crap i love the banished that's an amazing idea that there was a splinter group of the covenant that's amazing I don't like that they brought in the Prometheans, though, simply for the fact that um, the Forerunners were supposed to be this peace-loving race so much that even on their deadliest weapon ever, the Halo Rings, they still made those habitable. And it's just, they brought them in, and I'm like, what happened to them being peace-loving? I, I understand that, and it's 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 not it's the whole thing with one bad apple can ruin the bunch, because it wasn't all the Prometheans, it was the Didact. Just the Didact. Yeah. And, and that's... Yeah. From a story-driven perspective, that makes so much sense because you're not going to be the person who's sitting here, you know, um, you know, you're say you're a bunch of military dudes, and you know, there's always that one like cops, you know, you could be a, a good upstanding cop, but there's always going to be that one bad apple, and that didact was the one bad apple. So yeah, you can have your peace-loving race, and it's like yeah, that makes sense, but you know, the history is written by the victors, and who else is going to contest the history of them? You know, except if you're getting it yeah. firsthand from the didact of, hey, I'm a piece of shit. It's like, all right, well, now you got to get a fucking bomb shoved in your chest. It's like that. It makes sense. And I I, I respect that they did that. You know what I don't respect yeah. at all is they like the whole PC culture. They literally made Cortana 2 just with clothes. That's all it was. They literally did. It's a, it's a different AI. It's a different AI it's entirely. Still, no, it's still a clone of Halsey because she takes her name at the end. It's stupid. It's stupid, and I hate it. That's like the the biggest thing I hate about the whole Infinite storyline is that Weapon becomes Cortana when Cortana was perfectly fine. Like she could have just. She finally had a physical body. Finally had a physical body. She and John could have done whatever they wanted to, and now he has to kill her. And it doesn't even happen I don't, I don't on know screen. If she was. I don't know if she was fine, and Chief didn't kill her. She, um, the whole reason why the weapon was made it was because she was supposed to look like mimic Cortana so much to where any system wouldn't be able to tell if it was Cortana or not. They'd be like, "Oh, that's Cortana. Okay, she can do whatever she wants." And she was supposed to be the one that kills Cortana and all that. But I think, from what I gather from the Infinite story, and it, I've only played it once, so I'm not going to be able to the most well versed in it, is that. Cortana ended up killing herself 
to sacrifice herself for Chief against the Banished. And that's why she wasn't around too much in Halo Infinite. But the weapon was still there because they didn't know that Cortana had did it or not. Again, yeah, I like, may be wrong with that because Cortana, I've only done it one playthrough. understood it was like Cortana like wove her code into the weapon and then they became like, I don't know, they were like talking at one point, but Cortana was dead. It's like she was hearing the whispers, but they were having conversations. It was really weird, but um, I, I don't know. Personally, I, I think they should have just. I think they should have just left Cortana dead after Halo Four because she did a whole like cinematic sacrifice thing. And in media, whenever there's an absolute death, and then later they bring that character back just for like shock value, that kind of annoys me. You know what I love though? I love that she became because her rampancy was just too off the wall. It's just like. She became basically a god of the Prometheans. I like that. If she was just like, I'm done with everything. She started turning AIs against humans. That that was an interesting uh, move to me. Yeah. What I think was really stupid, though, is in uh, uh, Infinite, yeah, where they killed everyone on the fucking uh, Infinity, like the tens of thousands of Spartans that were on the US Infinity, which were all of the Spartans. Oh, the Infinity is not dead. The Infinity's not dead. It's doesn't it isn't it blown up in the start of the fucking mission? No, it's under attack, but there is nothing saying that it was destroyed. And remember, it is the most resilient ship humanity has ever made. That's what I'm saying. Like the Infinity has so much fucking Spartans on it, like like generations of Spartans. I was like, there's no fucking way the Infinity but is. But these there. again are later generations of Spartans, not the most combat tested badass master. There's, I'm pretty ones. sure there's not even I'm pretty sure free. all of blue no, all of blue team is still alive. Half of fucking yes. half of red team is all still alive, or whatever Locke's team was fucking called. Osiris. That's what it was. Whatever. It was still stupid. I know Buck's still alive from yes. Osiris, and which they doesn't make keep him alive. On how Locke died. How are you? You know, that's what I mean. Like they marketed him as going toe to toe with Chief. You know, I say that in air quotes, but then he just dies from a banish, and now his helmet's on some dude's like thigh. Like if if. If they come back and it's like locks in a DLC or something for Infinite, because we all know that's probably going to come. But if Locke is alive, you know, I'd rather Locke just be alive. Not because I like, oh, yeah, it's nice to see, you know, representation or whatever. But like he was fundamentally his armor was really ugly, but he was a good. He was a good character, you know, like Nightfall. That was a good movie. Those hunter worms. I. Yeah, that that was actually pretty cool to me. I, I had to watch that in order to get the Nightfall armor for uh, Halo Five Guardians. But yeah, same. <laughs> the the Lek the Lek Golo worms, which they're called, that that was actually really freaking cool to me. How they just devour people. Yeah, I never. I was like, why aren't they, if those are supposed to be like the hunter worms? And you know, you don't even find that out until the end where they get inside the fucking suit. And I was like, wait, hunters have been worms this whole fucking time. You didn't know that? No, like, I, I've known that since like Halo Two. Like at that at that time, I didn't know they were fucking worms. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. It's like, wait, and like you watch them. They have been all along. Yeah, like you watch them congregate and like fucking when the eyes glow when they put the fucking helmet on, which is crazy because it's like they're so dense and it's literally just because the worms are latching their teeth onto each other to make fucking muscle. I know it's it's really freaking cool, especially if you watch the uh, cinematics on uh, Halo Waypoint. Yeah, dude, I did. One Arbiter fucking tamed the Let Golo worms. It's so cool to see that. That's crazy, dude. Like three four three gets shit on a lot, but I'm as far as I know they made that, and I got I got to give them props for that. There there is a lot of good that they've done. 
it's just overshadowed by some bad stuff they've done like it's not even a halo lot of 5's them. campaign lore yeah that's what i mean it's just like it's 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 story directed and when people get like the directors who are not into like the stories of the actual game that's what happens you get really bad stories but you have lovely games like if you have someone who gives their heart and soul into the story it just it's way better you know like that's that's my whole issue that's my whole issue with um like halo not halo but uh titanfall and what's that other one apex legends that other thing yeah no just being titanfall apex legends all that other stuff when they're like oh you know this is what we're doing for the story it's like you have a set story you know in an expanded universe and then you make this other title or whatever and you retcon all of the stuff that you've already made so hard to you know use and just build that specific universe on and it's just it's really yeah. it seems ass backwards when you think about it yeah and there is some stuff that uh has been retcon uh novel wise about halo but i will say like my favorite halo novel that i've read well read in quotations i had all right listened to the audio before halo blue bloods which is about alpha 9 the odst group from uh odst mm-hmm. it, it's so fucking good it's amazing i love everything about it there was a moment i cried whenever spoiler rookie was killed because like i'm like damn that's my boy and he he fucking died and it was just an amazing way that uh the author set it all up i can't remember for the life of me what his name was but it was such a good book and i recommend everybody listen to it you know that's always a crazy thing to me like like how big the expanded universe of your favorite video game series can be it's like what people have done with it you know people make their entire teams you know you make your custom armor pieces and it's it's crazy because halo keeps releasing new armors you know generationally like like the the ventilator armor that i was talking about it was nowhere seen until it was in uh halo 4 but in halo 4 you still got your original mjolnir armor you know like the halo 3 the uh mjolnir armor the halo 2 mjolnir armor and it's halo 2 and halo 3 have the same armor you know, yeah i get what you, mean. you know what i mean like the the design of how the armor looks like yeah you can call it the same thing but we all know structurally the design is not the same yeah and uh just like you were saying with the ventilator armor, like for the previous installment, Halo 3, it was uh, probably the Hayabusa armor that was the hardest to get, or the recon armor that was hardest to get. Yeah, is that the one with the then, like, sword on the back? The Hayabusa? Hayabusa, yeah. yeah. Hayabusa, yeah. And like you had to do a whole Everybody fucking thing where you had to get somebody's permission. So many people lost their Xbox Live accounts in 2007 because they got scammed. Like, I can give you Hayabusa, just give me your password and your email address. That's so Luckily, I never got scammed like that because I didn't have internet, so I didn't have to worry about that. I honestly, I don't even remember playing Halo 3 at my house. I remember playing it at my dad's house with my uh, stepbrother when my dad bought him an Xbox. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I, uh... Hmm. I played it a lot with uh, my brother, my sister, and two of my cousins just because, like, well, it, it would seem like every weekend, especially during the summer, we would just boot up the Xbox 360, start listening to the, the music that was on it, like the Breaking Benjamin, the Linkin Park, the Skillet that was on it, just start playing Halo 3 for hours and hours and hours. And it, it's just, it's really nostalgic for me uh, to listen to certain songs, especially by Linkin Park, uh, and just think about, like, yep, I remember killing this person whenever that lang came through you know i become someone i can feel you you know like yeah i get it it's literally that yeah literally that but honestly 
one of my favorite maps on Halo 4 isn't even a Halo 4 map. It's a Halo 3 map. It's, you know, the elephant one, the, what's, the sand, sand trap? Sand trap. Fucking God, I hate that map, but I love it. Just the, I love it so much. Being able to drive the elephants, walking around them, seeing that they're like just a giant ass mobile command center, dude. It's so cool. Yeah, that, it's amazing. Especially in Halo Wars when you use them too, and you can literally spawn units from them just by placing them down somewhere. Dude, I just, I could never get into Halo Wars. I just, I don't like slow time strategy games. Real time strategy games, yeah, I, I get it. They're the same things, but it's just, they're just slow. And I just, I don't like being in a franchise that's supposed to be high pace, you know, and yeah. that volume of action type deal, but it's so monotonous so just bland and i mean like to each their own but i could just never get behind halo wars i just don't know why i will say that like the campaign compared to playing online with your friends it's totally different the campaign was great don't get me wrong but like you said it is really slow paced and all that but whenever you're doing it online with your friends and like you're constantly on edge because you know some cheeky fucker's gonna try and come up next to you and destroy your base it's just <laughs> It's something different. No, I get that. And, you know, Jesse's tried to get me into Halo Wars when we were, you know, younger. He got me to play it and such. But I could just, I just never found the reason to just be like, hey, you know, uh, I want to be playing Halo Wars. I could never, you know, just figure it out. Like, I, I understand the game. I understand the concept. I understand why people would like it. It's just not for me. <laughs> I will say the my favorite part of the campaign was whenever you were on the flood planet and uh, you had to deal with your literal units being taken over by the flood and them turning against you. It, it was always so amazing to me. Yeah, it's a, like I said, it's a good concept with a lot of lore based around it. And I, I really do respect that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I never really got into Halo Wars 2 because I played the beta for it and i was like man this beta seems all right it's it's pretty cool and then like they released like the other game mode for it where there was cards and i was like this is actually kind of dumb i don't like this and i just i never bought the game i learned my lessons with betas i got too hyped up when the titanfall 2 beta came out and i thought the game i remember was fucking great i was like this they kept the momentum everything was great i was running off walls chaining kills game came out it was terrible i just they slowed down everything and that's just ah, ah. i will say like with the infinite beta uh it did seem a very a little bit off for me because i'm like wow they added all these new mechanics i wonder how it's gonna work like they did the grapple hook and all that mm -hmm. the grapple hook is not the biggest issue with the game i oh, actually infinite? enjoy the grapple no the hook grapple hook is yeah. dope as hell like it's so goddamn useful yeah not even for like trying to like swing across places nope, i'm not even sure grabbing, if that's an like, option with it you're out of you're out of ammo for like your needler but your your buddy just died you could straight just grab his gun off the ground yeah and some of the newer guns that they added like the uh freaking i can't remember the name of it it's like the lmg dmr type thing the, the i say commando? lmg because it looks good yeah the commando the commando i didn't want to say the terrible. commando would be wrong it's a it's a i i think it's interesting i think DMR. it's interesting i didn't say it's good it, it was supposed to replace the classic dmr and it is terrible i hate it so much it's basically just a scar a big ass haymaker yeah. type uh assault rifle and it's good if you get like good recoil control on it but if you don't have good sense of recoil control your shots are going everywhere it is a terrible gun. It is not a sniper, and I don't know why it's in the sniper class. It is bad. 
I don't I don't know if it is. I never saw it in the sniper class because they have the actual sniper rifle. Yeah, they have they ha which is good that they kept a lot of the you know this the the good guns, but yeah, they didn't keep the magnum with the six times, which is really annoying because that's that is well, it's I know it's in the game, but it's not in the game. You know what I mean? It's like one of the yeah. Fiesta weapons, and I hate when they do that because that I just I love that they had the classic battle rifle. Like that is my number one thing. They had the Halo Two, Halo Three looking battle rifle I've and not the halo 4 rifle. halo 5 one i've always i love it rifle. i i love it especially on halo 2 like whenever i would play halo 5 uh fiesta and i would get the halo 2 battle mm -hmm. rifle i would be sure to at least get two kills with it or i would feel like less of a person well, see, I, I, I always know the battle rifle from swat and like playing swat with a battle rifle is basically just playing you know just regular halo because it's like insta kill with a headshot you know because that's how swat yeah is. The, you get PTSD from it. Yeah, you're with playing, SWAT. and you're just dead. It's like ah, I hate especially on lockout for for Halo Two on lockout the ice. I don't want to say ice, but like the the small map where you just go around it. You, you'll oh, yeah, know, know if you see it. About. I'm just really bad at describing. Yeah, that's that's where a lot of people's fear for the battle rifle came through because you would walk past a corner and immediately get hit. Yeah, I was never a big fan of that. I'd love it. I, I can't help it. I love it. I mean, it's, it's just, just so nostalgic for me. It's just one of those things, I guess. It's kind of like um, seeing the Halo CE uh, Magnum in Halo Five, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is the actual one! It's not, it's not the watered down version from Halo Three. This is it!" Yes, and then dude. you get like five kills with it. Yeah, it's like, the, and that's what that's what's crazy though. They ride nostalgia tales a lot, and I mean, like. It's do, cool yeah. and all, but like, I don't know if I want to be writing nostalgia tales, nostalgia tales all the time. It's like, I I don't know. I mean, I'm glad they brought back the classic, or not. I don't want to say classic, but the like Halo Two, Halo Three esque uh, Master Chief armor, because mm -hmm. that was that's it's just amazing to me how they have that. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I I didn't really like the Halo Four, Halo Five one. Just because, like, it just it didn't look like Chief to me for some reason. It just it didn't. Mm -hmm. I I don't know. I I've never complained about the way Chief looked other than Combat Evolved because that shit's just so goofy. But I know it's that it's, it's very sci-fi. But that that was kind of the point of it. You know, that's what is crazy. Like, I loved Red versus Blue, and the fact that they gave Caboose the CT, you know, armor. Or the CE armor. I, I love it. You know? I love that he always had the the original. Uh, I can't remember if it's Mark Four or Mark Three, but the know. original Combat Evolved helmet. I yeah. love that so much. It's so iconic. Which is so. It's such a good touch, you know. To just and like the well, fact yeah. that three four three was sponsoring uh, Red versus Blue or Rooster Teeth for like such a long time. I don't know what's going on with them now. I haven't really looked into any of that, but like, you know, it was like I they were getting. Either. They were getting a lot of uh, good, you know, marketing and stuff because of it, which is so nice. Yeah. Hello. Like, uh, like, why would you? Why would you hate the thing that is literally a free advertisement for you? Kind of like how uh, 
Toei is with Dragon Ball Z Abridge, they constantly were like, hey, copyright strike, copyright strike. That's free advertisement for you. That's drying, driving people to your brand. They even say check out the full, the actual release of it. Yeah, and to stop them, oh my God, Dragon Ball stuff, like to stop them from making those episodes when you could have, you could have had an entire Abridge series all the way up to super but you kept hitting them with the cease and desist thing you're hindering your own money because think of how many people yeah. watch dragon ball z or kai or whatever thought oh that's so funny you know i should watch more of this and i like the way that you know they're setting it up and they're telling me to uh, uh, support the official release you know they buy the copies of it so that they can edit it and make the videos and there's nothing wrong with that like that's that's parody, you know, it's really the parody law, yeah. but they, they stopped out of respect for you instead of claiming the money on it. They stopped and you went at them so hard just because you wanted that extra bit of like, oh, it's my creation. I've done this. Well, if you made something for the fans to enjoy, why are you upset when the fans start to enjoy it? Yeah, exactly. And like I said, I'm glad that 343 nor Bungie were ever like, hey, Rooster Teeth, you better freaking stop that because we don't like what you're doing with our brand, even though it's literally your content and it's just using our engines. That doesn't make any sense. And I'm glad that they always were like, yeah, this is really fucking funny. We're going to keep supporting these people. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous that I don't know why they would do that. But like, that's why you don't see as many abridged series anymore. And like, Team Four Star was like one of the biggest ones. It's like, why are you going out of your way to stop these people from making something that you created? Like, I, I think it's just a person. It's a, what's it, Toyama or whatever? Because he was the same uh, thing. I don't think it's Toriyama. I think it, I think it's just Toei itself, uh, Toei Animation. Not necessarily Akira Toriyama doing it. But I mean, the same Flesh. thing happened to GT. It's like you know they were all on GT's dick just like oh gt's not a real it's not real dragon ball you know you shouldn't watch it it's like but i am watching it i'm enjoying something i'm trying to enjoy this thing that i like why are you telling me to not enjoy something that came you know derived from you just yeah. doesn't make any sense to me and like that just just once again i gotta say i'm glad that like 343 nor Bungie ever got that wild hair up their ass because 343 or not 343 red versus blue led me to like really try to experiment more with certain things in halo and not just necessarily stick with the basic like assault rifle battle rifle uh magnum combo like i would see them in red versus blue using different weapons i'm like huh that's actually pretty cool let me try that and then like it would work out for me when i'm going against people or playing on the campaigns and i'm like oh i'm gonna keep doing this Right. And it just it it led me to appreciate more of the finer details of Halo more. Like the armor customization. Cause usually when I was a kid, I would always just do like basic uh colored um armor where it was all one color. But once I started watching more red versus blue and I saw like Agent Washington's armor, because Agent Washington's armor looked awesome to me, his uh silver and yellow, I started doing that. Right. And it it, it just it really started opening up more possibilities for me with halo no i completely understand it's just it's always crazy to think about stuff like that it's like why would you why would you stop the the growth of stuff that you could make you know like don't don't stop yeah. the people from doing things that they enjoy just because you think it'll save you a couple of bucks yeah and i mean like there is a bad side to people making stuff about the lore 
even if they want to say it's not canon. Uh, like the Halo TV show, I didn't watch really all of it, admittedly. I watched like the first 20 to 30 minutes of the first episode that was free on YouTube Jesus, and immediately decided, immediately decided, all right, I don't like yeah, this. Yeah, it was, I, it's so bad in my opinion. Because it, it's like, uh, they were saying it was going to be, you know, a different story. Like it's supposed to be Chief, but not Chief. You know, it's it's, it's like, not it's not canon. It's not Halo canon. It's just based off of Halo, but it's not Halo canon. But why would they? Why would you want that in the first place? Like, why would you do that? I don't know, but I mean, they at least knew from the get go that like, bless you, they at least knew from the get go that people might not like it. So they immediately said, hey, it's not canon. It's okay. But there was just it. I'll, I'll say <laughs> the visuals for the thing, the visuals for the show from the stills I saw, it looked good. You mean the little Tahoe or the, whatever? I'm not saying that. I didn't say the set pieces. <laughs> I'm talking about the visuals. Like, I don't know, man. Chief's I... armor, Chief's armor, it, it it looked good to me. It looked like an actual set Isn't of armor. Is there a sex scene Cortana? in there between two Spartans or some shit? I heard something about that. Now, apparently, Chief had sex with a uh, a Covenant spy, which does not make How any sense to me. How the fuck is there a Covenant why the spy? Covenant, why, the covenant, why the Covenant would have a human spy? That makes the Covenant no sense. hated humans. They wanted to kill all humans. They would not keep a human yeah, as they, a spy. The Covenant have been ready to glass the planet the entire time. I Honestly, if they had the technology, why didn't they just glass the planet at the start? Like, everywhere. Like, from maybe 20 different positions, you know? Whatever the, the radius of the, the glassing is, why don't they just go all around the planet and then simultaneously glass the planet? I think it's because some certain planets had... Uh, forerunner artifacts and they did not want to possibly damage those forerunner artifacts oh wait so how many planets does halo have in this in this universe and like where are the humans set up at i thought the it was milky way galaxy the entirety the way of galaxy. the galaxy oh shit that's crazy. yeah yeah but then why that, is it saying humanity's it. last hope was on reach or earth or whatever the whichever one whichever humanity's one. last stand was earth yeah so they so the, they got all of the planets in the galaxy well, not all of them from as far as I know. Just, like, the mass majority of them to the point to where all of humanity, like, every refugee from uh, Glassed Worlds or Attacked Worlds was going to Earth. And Reach was basically, like, Earth 2. And once Reach fell, it was basically like, oh, shit, all we've got left really is Earth. Because I don't think any other planet was really worthwhile or didn't have enough things to constitute, like, a stronghold for humanity you know oh so there are still other humans on other planets as far as i know yeah like blue team was still alive they were just off world uh they were i think they were investigating certain covenant installations uh i can't remember what it was called it, it from i think it looked like a giant hourglass and it was like a covenant super weapon or something mm -hmm. but that's what they were doing and like that that happened while halo 2 and halo 3 were going on and that's why they weren't in those games mm. and um it's always funny to me just how little of time went between reach and halo 3 it, it, it's only like i think a couple of months honestly that's crazy that, that's... yeah i I think it's from like September 2552 to like, or 52 or 53 to like November 2552 or 53 hmm. or December. One of those two. 
it, it's only like a few months and it's really funny how the covenant who that stood for thousands and thousands of years really came to an end in just a few months that's crazy though it's like that's tactical planning you know like using your knowledge even though it was like the spartans weren't made for the covenant they were damn sure glad when they came yeah and that i think that's why dr halsey uh was imprisoned because people were like wait how did these spartans show up out of kind of nowhere what were you planning to use them on because i think it was i don't want to say it was illegal but it was definitely frowned upon to use like superhumans against humans aka the insurrectionist right and that's what the spartans were originally made for was to deal with the insurrectionist but it just so happened that once they started on their deployments the covenant popped up and they're like oh okay well instead of using them on humans let's use them on the covenant and it just it started working out pretty well yeah i mean that's 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 fucking nuts though dude yeah it, it's it's always like I don't want to say befuddled me because I'm not. Even, first off, I'm not sure if that's even a word. But second, like, it's always been interesting to me that the three prophets, the prophet of truth, regret, and mercy, they wanted so bad to be in charge and to never be deposed uh, to the point to where they literally ordered the genocide of humans just because they were wrong about their religion and they didn't want other people finding out about it. The Sanghealy? Or whatever they didn't called. want the Sankili finding out. They didn't want the Ungoy finding out. They didn't want the uh, Jiroharni finding out. The Jackals, they never actually really followed the Covenant religion. They were just there because they were like, well, these guys are strong. Let's team up with them. We'll probably gain something from it. What was the species of the uh, of the Elders or whatever those fucking dudes in the chair? Uh, the, the Prophets, the Sanshayum. I was say it was an entirely different species. That those were the Sanshayam were the prophets. Then the uh, Sankeli were the elites. The Ungo are the grunts. The Jiroharni are the uh, the brutes. I can't remember what the drones were called, but I know the um, the hunters were the Lekgolo, uh, and the jackals were the uh, Kigyar. Mm-hmm. There were smaller species in the Covenant, mm-hmm. uh, but I can't remember what their names are. One of them was in Waypoint, or not Waypoint, Nightfall. It was like a singular one that was in Nightfall. Uh, I can't remember what their names are. They were kind of humanoid, but they didn't look like humans. Kind of humanoid. Yeah. I could not be able to tell you. Yeah, it's just, it's been a long while since I've watched Nightfall. And like, there are other Halo medias like, uh, I will say Halo 4, Forward Unto Dawn, is probably one of my favorite Halo movies I've ever watched. Yeah, it, was it was a live-action one. It was just so good. It was a, it was a very good um, story. I like The it. only thing I don't understand about it is that how did Master Chief have his, like, Mjolnir uh, Halo 2 armor in it if it took place before Halo Reach and he didn't have that armor until after that? Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know how that would have happened. I will say, like, it was really cool seeing how the drop pods actually work in it because uh, 
you actually see a marine drop in the movie but it it's not an odst it's actually a marine because he didn't have odst armor on but it was really cool to see that that's cool yeah adding a bit more of the was... lore to the lore yeah i like seeing uh the covenant ship shoot down the uh space elevator also it was really cool to see that Mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure if you were on the ground there you wouldn't think it was cool but it was cool watching from a third person perspective i mean i feel like that's anything though you know you you never want to be in the shit but it's always interesting to see it from a different perspective yeah like let's say you see us watching the death star destroy alderaan that's pretty cool but you wouldn't want to be on alderaan seeing it no god no i, I don't think i would be I mean, you wouldn't even remember seeing it. You'd die immediately. I mean, yeah, if it, if it's instant death, then I'm I'm okay with having it, you know, happen to me. I mean, like this, I would rather die instantly than than wait. Dying instantly yeah. is just a far far. That brings up a, that brings up a good question. Like, imagine how it was for the people on the other side of the planet that didn't know what the fuck was going on. They just know all of a sudden they die. Yeah, dude, that's. Just everything's great, and then just black nothingness. Yeah, that's it. You're like, yep, you reach the end of the campaign. Just like, goddamn. You know what? And I gotta say, like, uh, my fault. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say it would be crazy if, like, their religion is supposed to be this this whole thing, but like, what is what is their religion? Like, I know what their religion is, but like, what what is their religion? You know? So, from what I've gathered from the Covenant religion is that they worship the Forerunners. Right. Anything Forerunner-related, they see it as a holy artifact. Pretty sure if they found a fucking Forerunner turd sitting on the side of the road, they'd be like, oh my god, it's the holy turd. But um, they worship anything uh, Forerunner-created. Like That's why even some of the Forerunners' most basic machines, like the, uh, the monitors of the installations, like Guilty Spark and all that... Mm-hmm. Um, they call him an oracle because he tells them information about the uh, forerunners. So they're like, oh, he's a holy oracle. And um, the forerunners, whenever they came to an end or were coming to an end, Mm -hmm. uh, and they realized they had done humanity wrong because humanity was running from the flood. So they kind of started, quote, invading forerunner space and it's because they were running from the flood. The forerunners realized, oh shit, they were running from this and we fucking massacred them. We're in the wrong here. They were just trying to get away from it. So they passed their mantle of responsibility onto humans. So then one day humans are going to reclaim the um, uh, the forerunner tech right. or forerunner space or whatever you want to say. And that's why humans are sometimes called reclaimers by the uh, monitors. Well, the covenant didn't know humans existed and they always saw themselves as okay we're going to use the forerunner technology to go to the um, uh, I don't want to say the great beyond but go on the great journey to where we will become gods ourselves well once they realized oh humans have the mantle of responsibility we need to execute all of them so then we aren't seen as liars and we didn't deceive these people for thousands and thousands of years and Original three or bungee lore, it was supposed to be that humans were actually forerunners. That's why it's always been that they were called reclaimers because they're not called uh they're not called people that are going to replace it. They're not replacers. 
they are reclaimers. So they were going to reclaim their stake as the forerunners. Interesting. And that's why um, there is a deleted scene from Halo 2 where uh, the Arbiter and uh, 343 Guilty Spark are looking at a forerunner grave and it opens and it has a human skull in it. Okay, I could, I can understand that. And like I said, that's just what I've gathered from it all. Uh, there may be a few details I have wrong. I don't, bless you again, I don't claim to be right about it just because I, I don't know everything about it, but that's from what I've gathered from. Well, um, thank you. That, that helped me understand everything. Huh. It's such an expansive universe. It's... I feel like that really is the draw to everybody else. It's just like how expansive Halo is and can be, you know? And I always I thought that... I haven't even talked about the Flood yet. Dude, I know. That's what I mean. Like, there's so much stuff, so much things packed into, like, what? Yeah. Like, what's it, 15, 15 years of lore? I think it might be more, but... It's... From when Halo came out, it's it's been, like... Uh, came out in 2001, the same year I was born, so I'm the same age as Halo, just a couple of months earlier. Uh, it's been 22 years this year that Halo has been a thing. Jesus. 22 yeah, I years. I wonder yeah. what they're going to do for their 25th uh, milestone. You know? I don't know. I'm, I'm really hoping soon we get a Halo 3 ODST remastered, even though Halo 3 does not need to get uh, remastered in the slightest because the graphics still somewhat hold up even nowadays because it still looks amazing to me but if we were to get like a halo 2 styled remaster of halo 3 that would be fran freaking tastic it would be cool to see the games get an updated look at least i would like that yeah just not a not a combat evolved remastered because that the combat evolved remaster just looks bad to me well, yeah, because it's still supposed to look like Combat Evolved instead of just making it new, like the newer version of the Spartan suits. That's what I would have preferred. Keep the game and everything and all the stuff, but change everything about it graphically. I would have, I would have, uh, basically how Halo 2 did with uh, Blur Studios with their remastered, I would have done that, but for Halo 1. Granted, mm -hmm. that might have been not been available at the time, but... Halo 2's remaster is just mwah, amazing. I have no issue with it. Except one thing. They changed the sound of the sword when you activate it, and that's the only thing I don't like about it. Are you serious? It, it doesn't do the sound whenever you activate it. It's just, it sounds different. Which I understand it probably sounds a little more sci-fi-ish, but I just, I've always loved the Halo 2, Halo 3 sword sound more. I get it, I get it. I, I don't know. It, just, it sounds like such raw energy when it comes out. Raw energy. Just, I mean, isn't it supposed to be like a plasma, you know? Cause... Yeah, it is supposed to be concentrated plasma. Yeah. It's crazy. But like I said, it, make, it makes sense. It's it's crazy. You know, we'll eventually get there for um, in like our own lifetimes, you know? We're already rebuilding yeah, I mean... people's limbs and, you know giving people back it's just the cost of doing it all it's like you see a lot it's, of these it's amazing that you it's amazing you said that because even technically at this present moment what we're doing we're recording this whole podcast we are halo canon what do you mean everything that has happened before the game like in our lifetime mm -hmm. it is canon in halo 
How? We as people are canon in Halo. What does that mean? You're saying it. It means it, it means that like what we're doing happened in Halo's lore also. How does that work? Just because like how far off to the future it is and how like we're doing stuff right now to still advance technology, even me and you as we're recording this podcast, testing out this algorithm and all that, we are still furthering tech technological advancement, which leads eventually to everything in Halo. Well, I'll be down. Yeah, we're in a video game universe, buddy. I just don't want to get glass, dude. I think it'd be cool to see, but I don't want to experience it. That's what I'm saying. It's always greener on the other side, man. Yeah. This digital screen we watch it on, we're like, damn, that's so sad, but looks so sick. Yeah. But them on the inside of the screen, they're like, my fucking house is destroyed. Everyone I know is dead. Yeah, it's just like, god damn. And it's crazy when like that's... a game world really envelops you into the story and you feel you really feel for the uh the characters. The character yeah. I think that's why Halo Reach did so successfully with its campaign with uh you being your own Spartan basically, because mm -hmm. you felt more attached to the team. Yeah, it's like you you just you start the game off basically as just some other guy with like no history to the point where people don't even know who you are. Ooh. And you have to you have to gain not only their trust, but, you know, make yourself known so that all of you come back alive. And which is crazy because by the end of it, you know, it's what, like, like a week and all that shit happens. It's, it's been like, a, I think like a month, maybe. I'm not 100% sure, but it is less than a year. Definitely less than like three months. Yeah, it's like, like the, the whole span of reach is like, I, I, I want to say at least like a month. I don't know. Yeah. And you said that about Noble Six with him just being a guy. There actually is a lot of lore with Noble Six also. That's what and, I'm saying, uh, though. But, like, to them, he's a just lot, a guy. A lot of Oni red tape around it, too. Yeah, isn't he, like, supposed to be some, like, badass sniper or some shit? Or... I don't even remember. But he was... It was, um... He was, he was a headhunter from what some people believe in lore. He was a headhunter, but... Uh, headhunters are basically the ones that went on missions to completely just kill the highest ranking of Covenant officials. Huh. Like prophets, uh, big fucking uh, bigwigs in the Covenant, uh, stuff like that. They they do those missions. And uh, Emil was one of them as far as I know. Either Emil or June, one of those two. It's a dirty job, man. And like you know, someone's got to do it. That's crazy, though. Yeah, it, it's it's amazing to really read about because, like, you see more in depth with uh, what they are doing and what these characters are all about. Right, it's so... That probably didn't make a lot of sense. I was just trying to figure out a way to say it, but that probably didn't make any sense. No, 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 I, I, I get it, but it, it's cool to think about that they that they do so much, you know? To give such like character development and shit for the characters is such a nice way to how am I how am I trying to phrase this? It's like to build that world to have that world building, to feel like you're a part of that world building. And all you have to do is maybe, you know, open a book or something. It's like that that's how you get kids into reading. That's how you get people to want to invest in something that you have. Make something that the world doesn't feel so closed off from itself. Make it feel like 
no matter how outlandish it is or how extravagant the people may be in it, it's still something that may be feasible in the timeline that you live in. Something that's within the scope of reality, you know? Yeah, it, it's. I think that's why Halo uh, went on and did books also is because like they're like, well, not everybody's going to be a fan of the game, so why don't we also make books because some people like books, not games. Yeah, and, and that's such a nice thing to do. It's like you can get so much more from your lore if you're willing to work with the people, you know, that are that are not very into video games but want to read. Like the people who like the Harry Potter books but don't like the movies. Yeah, and um, I have uh, I have the actual time periods that uh, take place between the games. Halo Combat Evolved takes place over four days. Four days. Four days. So less than a week is how long it took for installation, I believe, 07, uh, to be found and be partially destroyed. Jesus. Halo 2 begins 28 days later and takes place over 28 days. Now keep in mind, this is completely a Reddit post, so it may not even be uh, the most accurate, but it seemed like a lot of people genuinely agree with this. Was that like February? Just like the. No, I, I'm like I said. I'm pretty sure it was uh, later in the year. I'm not 100 percent sure. 28 days, huh? Yeah, and um, it's saying uh, Halo 2 or Halo 3 takes uh, place about two weeks after Halo 3 begins, or Halo 3 takes place two weeks after halo 2 ends is what i tried to say right and it's just it it's really freaking cool like because as a kid with how long was between the releases of halo 2 and halo 3 i always thought like oh this had to be like a couple years after it but no it was literally just a few days after it and it's it's really it's really cool to think about how quick these events happen yeah honestly what was the timeline for for reach like let me uh like the day sorry i'm having a type it no no i, I you're uh, good i'm just i'm trying to figure out what it would be like for time period honestly i don't know it it's really cool to think about um the only thing that i see right now from the wikipedia page is that it takes place in the year 2552, so I was right about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember what day of the year Halo Reach ends. I know it's later in the day, or later uh, in the year, month-wise, but I can't remember for the life of me what day it is. But it's still really cool to think about just how little everything uh, in the timeline was. Yeah. That's that's really interesting though. It's like how short and that's really realistic because a lot of like the military battles that happen, they really do happen in uh, such an instinct, instant. You know, it's it's always just yeah, so fast. short progression one after another type thing. Yeah, and it's crazy to really think about like that. But that's just that's I love Halo, man. It, it it's really brought together a strong community of people. And it's really yeah, nice. I enjoy it. I enjoy it so much. Yeah. 
But um, that's all we have time for today, uh, everybody. Thank you for listening. This is I've been DJ. And I have been Harrison from the Harry D Podcast. Thank you for listening again. 93, everyone. <laughs> They're going to ask what that means eventually. I know.